in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And Jeremy, let's try not to suck today, okay? That's the objective. (laughs) It is a football Friday. Welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM. And Off to a bad start with that yeah, mantra. Just, Couldn't just even not, get the call letters right. No, no, it's uh, it's one of those days. And uh, but it's a football Friday. We got the weekend coming up. We got uh, Asheville Police Chief David Zach in here. We're getting ready to make some picks. We will have sheriff you want to uh, with Keenan Nesbitt of the Buckham County Sheriff's Department picking college games in the four o'clock hour. I we'll- have so many dogs that I could start a pound. Let's go. Yes, we got all the bangers coming up. Uh, from Jeremy Green. At the end of every hour, we will have a wagering segment. You can take all your wagers over to betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. We will talk about Thursday night football game as well. It's uh, um, It will be a, a certain, short, sludgy conversation. It's, it's a certain time today. Oh, Kenny Pickett time. Yeah, it's Kenny Pickett time. In oh, Pittsburgh. We're, oh, we're going to argue. Since that's how you started that, we're going to argue. <laughs> uh, all of it coming your way over the next three hours here on ESPN Asheville. Don't forget, you can watch us on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat as well. And with it being a football Friday... Tank one, but barely. Not, yeah, but not by a lot. Uh, it <laughs> you barely, are just the least bad. Yeah, barely eking out a win in last week's beat the chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com if you need to buy or sell a home. Uh, I won last week. With a wonderful, spotless seven and eight record, uh, Jeremy. That's not spotless. As a matter of fact, I think that's the definition of not spotless. Jeremy came in uh, second at six and nine, and the chief oh. took my mantle of five and ten. Horrible from week Horrible. one. So the Jesus. overall standings in uh, after two weeks, Jeremy has a two-game lead at fourteen and six on or fourteen and sixteen on the season. I am 12 and 18, Chief 11 and 19. Not good. Not good. We're going to turn it around. It's fine. Hey, it's a long season. This is a great week to get healthy. You got a lot of road dogs. Just so happens that's my specialty. So I hope you boys ate your Wheaties when you got up this morning. <laughs> this is how Beat the Chief works. We pick the games against the spread, each and every one of them. So let's uh, let's let's get into it. The first game up. Baltimore taking on the New England Patriots. The Ravens are a three-point favorite against the Patriots. 
I, I will happily, as your current undisputed two weeks into a wire-to-wire championship, I'll go first. Okay. I don't know if Bill Belichick has dirty pictures of an odds maker. I don't know what in the world Vegas is seeing in New England. I got the Vegas poll. They have New England in the top 13. Yikes. New England wouldn't be in the top 13 of the ACC right now. Now, now how does that work? Is that like, uh, does it it judge them on how you cover spreads? Yes, it's, it's a lot of things. It's basically the Vegas poll gives you a numeric value of if you played on a neutral field against a league average team, what would the spread be? They have New England as a one-point favorite on a neutral field against a net neutral team. Hmm. As of right now, that team is the Denver Broncos. So if they played on a neutral field, they'd be a one-point favorite. Okay. I think that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, and it is leading to very bad lines for the New England Patriots, so I will happily and easily take the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, this one's not even close. Because I could see this being a 20-point game at minimum. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Baltimore, after that heartbreaker last week, they're going to be serious this week. Oh, and, no doubt. Uh, they're coming to play. Yeah, you can't, you can't blow a lead like that in, uh, you know, at the end of a game and not have a little bit of bounce back coming this week. Plus, is there... Uh, yeah, are we going to have a J.K. Dobbins siding? I think you'll have J.K. Dobbins this week. Uh, the thing that makes me a little leery, there's a lot of cash on New England for the fact that not many tickets. That's always something I look at and go, okay, what are you seeing that I'm not? Mm-hmm. The big knock on Baltimore is what? They can't stop the pass. Yes. So I get Mac Jones and Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I I mean, you might really want to take advantage of that, but I don't think you have the ability. No, no. Clean sweep. We're all on Baltimore minus the three against the New England Patriots. Then go ahead and do it. Nobody circles the wagons like the (laughs) Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are a five and a half point favorite this week. Against the Miami Dolphins. We saw Tua Tungavailoa last week throw up six touchdown passes in that comeback against the Baltimore Ravens. The Buffalo Bills have easily dispatched of uh, the two teams that they have faced so far this season. Including one where our resident Bills fan, Asheville Police Chief David Zach, was present and in attendance. Yeah, how did that go, by A the way? A good time was had by A all. A good time was had by all. Let's just say that. I can't we'll wa- leave it there. I kept I kept watching, going. Are we going to see him? Is he is he <laughs> is he going to be making an ass out of himself along with all these other Buffalo Bills fans? You just didn't see it. I just didn't see it. You, you were you were it. making I, the ass of, of yourself. Of course I was. He, <laughs> I, yeah, you got to remember this you man guys has, know me. He has very high powered connections, so <laughs> he can do it, and you never see it. I see. I normally only see you in the uniform. Right. When you go to a game, do you do you have like a game day outfit? I'm in full regalia, man. I mean. I'm all I'm all decked out. But do you I, I take but, it very very seriously? Do you have like a do, do you wear a jersey or do you have like a homemade outfit or are you like a are are you like a super fan? Do you have a Buffalo Bills no, mafia I'm not a, name? I'm not a face painter or anything like that. But uh, you know I do tend to maybe overdo it a little bit. Gotcha. 
I don't know that I've ever wanted anything more than for him to say, I'm like Captain Bill. Right. (laughs) Like, I show up and I I have a full bull head on me, and you never know it's me. Absolutely. I got my my throwback Zubaz that I throw on, and uh, I've got this macho man Randy Savage jacket that I wear. With the with the bison head, I can I can share that Clarissa said, like this is the first time I've seen you in your environment, and uh, yeah, you're a little different. Yeah, it, a little it, different. But, it's a little but, scary. But she wasn't like annulment. Scary. We need an annulment right now because I can't. No, no, this. she joined right in. She, she <laughs> was she was right on it herself. Good, so. good to know she's a gamer. Uh, <laughs> speaking of gamers, Josh Allen, uh, dog, he's a dog. He a dog. Uh, Stephon Diggs, he a dog. Dog. Uh, that uh, that entire defense uh, full of dogs. And Have you seen I, the video of Stefan Diggs from the home opener? You were there, so I feel yeah. like you almost had to have seen this. Yeah, There was a kid in the front row whose dad just passed away mm-hmm. and was a huge Bills fan and apparently loved Stefan Diggs. So he found that out and before the game went out and met the kid and the kid's crying nice. and he's signing all the things and I'm sitting here watching it going, you know, if I had a heart, this is <laughs> this is where you would see emotion because that tugs on the old heart strings. Oh, absolutely! Uh, that team is so connected to the oh, community. Yeah. I'm Every single one of them. I'm glad I didn't see it because uh, there there would have been waterworks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Thanks. I'd have cried. It, it, who's shocked? The one I of got us emotional on the show. when they when they uh, when Marv came out. Marv Levy came out. I didn't know he was 97 years yeah, old. Yeah, 97 man. He came out and where would you rather be than right here, right now? And that was emotional. Oh, that was that cool because the whole stadium much. said it as he yeah. said it. Yeah, oh, it, was, it cool. was that was quite a moment. Very nice. Uh, so Buffalo, Miami. This game's not going to be close, is it? I mean, I I I just I I feel so in the Buffalo Bills bandwagon that the Poy- Miami Dolphins are just not going to be. Poyer's out. In this game. Hyde is out, and Dane Jackson is out. Really, that's a lot missing. That from is the a lot from the secondary missing. That's that was uh, that was the the inside track I got on my way in. Oh no, that those three are all out. I I did not think Poyer would be out. I was worried about Hyde, Jackson. You assume just because the way he got taken off the field. Oh, absolutely. Sounds like all three are out. However, Settle and Oliver are in. Okay, so well, that would be really good if Miami could actually run the ball. But they're not going to be. Well, they, they, they can't. Well, they can. They just don't. <laughs> There's a huge difference. Uh, Shanahan disciples look at their running backs and go, we're going to do all of these things to run the ball. And then we're not going to. Now, I will say with what Chief said, I am very concerned about the Bills secondary. To the point of, I now think they only win this game by three touchdowns as opposed to the five <laughs> that I thought it was before. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo. Buffalo. It's not. It, it's it's really not that hard. I mean, the Tua thing was cute for a minute. But oh, yeah, you know, Tua. It, no if you give, if you leave his receivers wide open, he is a good NFL quarterback. I can't say much nicer than that. Buffalo hasn't even played their best game yet. No. Oh, no. They haven't even played their best game yet. And I don't know that they can play their best game with that many. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the best safety tandem in the league being out is going to hurt, obviously. It might be a little closer than I think it's going to be, but okay, by a touchdown over the three-touchdown spread that I originally thought. Uh, Buffalo minus the five-and-a-half across the board. Then Jeremy's New York Jets take on the Cincinnati Bengals. 
J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, the Bengals are, they're going to hurt your feelings, just so you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see your, I mean, I like your defense, I like the pieces, but I, I, I mean, at some point, there has to be that game where everything clicks into place and and everything's working. And I think this is probably the get-right spot for the Cincinnati Bengals. They're a six-point favorite, and I will happily take Cincinnati minus the six. Go ahead. My team, my reserved pick last. I'm going to have to agree with Tank, although I'm really concerned about the way other teams are getting to Burrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what is he like leading the league and sacks given up here? Oh yeah, it's so, I mean, what, getting thir- to Burrow, which is sacks, scary. Thirteen uh, sacks in the first two games of the season through this, this season. point in their careers. Joe Burrow has been sacked forty times more than Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. who, by the way, had to retire early because he got hit too many times. Yep. Yeah, I just I think that's an area of concern, but. This is such a must win for for Cincinnati that they just I, I just think they roll in this one. Mm-hmm. I and you know, I, I heard everything you said. And and I think you both made some good points. <laughs> and and it's uh, it, it that makes it all the easier for me to sit back and say, "J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets." They went outright. Win outright. There's one thing that nobody seems to be taking into account. What has Cincinnati struggled with so precipitously? Uh, blocking. Their offensive, offensive line, line yeah. is horrible. Jets' defensive line's not. Got home on Lamar, got home on Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. We'll get home on Joe Burrow, Jets. Joe Burrow has to learn to get the ball out of his hands. Quickly. This is one of those times, and we, the, the, the media term for this is trap game, where you're locked into something you thought coming into the year, mm-hmm. and you just absolutely refuse to see what's happening in front of you this Bengals team is not good and the Jets match up with them in a splendiferous way because everything the Jets can't do Cincinnati can't do either Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite picks of the week this is not a homer I was on Cincinnati the whole week until I broke down the film and went that's not fixable Mm -hmm. what you're struggling with is not fixable and here's something else that I haven't heard anybody but me say all week long. Carl Lawson revenge game. You like narratives? Not so much to me. This is one where I think the narrative actually has something to do with it. All right. Slow start through the first two weeks. I fully believe you're going to see a, a good game from Carl Lawson. That's our first disagreement of the day. New York Jets plus the six, says Jeremy Green, against the Cincinnati Bengals, the defending AFC champions. Coming up next, there's a battle in the NFC South. Who is the worst team in the division? This game might be the one that decides it. It's the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Next, here on ESPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market 
market analysis. At Ingalls, we're proud to work with hundreds of local farms and businesses in the communities we call home. Not only does it ensure that you get top quality fresh items for your family table, it's a way for us to support the amazing individuals who pour their heart and soul into delivering the very best they can do. Quality, freshness, community, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. We are back in the sportsocracy on ESPN. Asheville playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Segment always brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com if you're in need of uh, purchasing a home or selling a home. I hear I hear homes are selling really quick these days. She's getting ready to sell a home for me. And it has handled all of the things. Uh, I've had zero input in this, which is exactly how it should be. As Chief Zach will tell you, best realtor in the state of North Carolina. Perhaps planet Earth. Perhaps planet Earth. See? And he's completely completely unbiased. unbiased. And I'm not getting getting paid to say that. Yeah, no. The last name thing is just a happy coincidence. (laughs) 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 ClarissaSellsWNC.com is the website the new orleans saints come to bank of america stadium to take on the carolina panthers and i guess the main question for me in this game is does bad Jameis show up again and if bad Jameis shows up again does it really matter uh no Uh, it's really pathetic that dan orlovsky had to point out to matt rule you're tipping your hand on when you're running and when you're passing. Then he got so defensive. Then why did we run for 143 yards? You didn't mean to. It's not because you did anything <laughs> right. I mean, he's 100% right. He's showing the tangible evidence and you're arguing with it. He is the worst coach in the NFL. It's not close. Pan, or Saints, excuse me. Easy. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. New with Orleans. Saints, yep. Yep. New Orleans minus the three. All of us on New Orleans just... I mean, because here's the thing. Even if bad Jameis does show up. Uh, good Alvin Kamara is going to show up, too. 100%. And what is your offense going to do? I mean, here's the thing. This is one of the best defenses in the league. So let's say bad Jameis does show up. Do you actually think you can score on them? That's my point. Carolina's probably not going to be able to score much. They might get into the end zone a couple of times, but it's going to be a Jeremy Green, he didn't mean to kind of scenario. The Detroit Lions take on the Minnesota Vikings, and good thing for the Minnesota Vikings that this game is not in primetime 
So one o'clock. Actually, you might actually have a good shot of seeing like, actually good Kirk Cousins. This is probably uh, probably my favorite game of the week. I mean, obviously, other than the four o'clock America's game of the week, uh, but <laughs> I think that I mean I think this game is is going to be shootout material. Detroit's offense is as good as we said they were going to be throughout the off season, and their defense is bad. And the no. I don't Detroit? think the defense. Detroit's is bad. defense is god awful. I don't think the defense is. is That's kind of like bad. saying what have they given I don't up think it's two weeks? Oh, I get. I mean, I get they give up a lot of points. I'm just not. I'm. I'm just saying, they they it's they are good. getting home on quarterbacks. Aiden Hutchinson is a dude, and I don't think there's any disputing that. What do you have? Three sacks last week. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. good. No he's good. He's good at football. He's good. The real dude on this team, though, is Amon or St. Brown. Can he continue it, though? Yes. I, I'm i not sure that this is going to be the best week for him. I mean, statistically, there is nothing that says that this should not be shootout material just exactly like you're saying it is. I'm going to assume you're taking your little darling uh, Detroit Lions. In. All right, Chief Zach. I'm getting six. I think uh, you're get, you are getting six. Yes, I know what happened Monday night. Cousins Jefferson was not involved, but I think they get well against that secondary of Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm going Vikings. Okay, uh, I will be uh, joining my good friend Asheville Chief of Police David Zach taking the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those times that we're being very beholden to the last thing we saw. Mm-hmm. It is much more difficult to defend the Philadelphia Eagles than it is the Detroit Lions. This should the you always have to remember teams like the Lions. You have to prove to me that you can win on the road. Mm-hmm. Winning at home, okay. You beat a, a Washington team, almost let them come back and get in the game. But side point, that was at home. This on the road. You're gonna have to deal with that stupid horn. You have to deal with that stupid chant. Skull Vikings. All right, I'm on the uh, Detroit Lions plus the six. Chief and Jeremy taking the Minnesota Vikings, covering the six. Kansas, a lot of points. A lot of points. That is a lot of points. But it should be more than that. Kansas City Chiefs, Indianapolis Colts. I have a fun feeling that this one will be short. Uh, yep. Uh, Chiefs minus six. Yep. End of message. Uh, repeat it, the line. Uh, there's, there is no other analysis that is needed. The Indianapolis Colts are quite possibly the most disappointing team I've ever seen. They can't do anything. They haven't been able to stop the pass. They're not healthy. You may or may not have Shaq Leonard this week. You may or may not have DeForest Buckner. Mm -hmm. But but we get Michael Pittman back. Great. Who cares? Matt Ryan cannot run this or has not been able to get this offense moving down the field. It, it, It shocks me to say that Maybe getting rid of Carson Wentz was a bad idea. Yeah, they may have pulled the trigger too quick. Right, they could have, they they could at least move the ball last year. Now they're not doing it at all. I think the Chiefs just stack up on Taylor and and for, try to force Ryan to beat him, which is not. I, and I'm not sure that Matt Ryan can beat you at this point. He doesn't just look uncomfortable; he looks straight up bad. Even in the clean pocket, he's still not been good. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most damning signs that a quarterback is just done like dinner. When even with your feet set, everything going the right way, you're still inaccurate, you don't have weapons, 
I don't care where this game is. I mean, I know it's in Indy, and that's that obviously has a role in how you pick this. Oh, wait, I get Patrick Mahomes in a dome? Sweet. And I think, <laughs> I'll take it. And I think for me that matters more than the fact the culture at home. All right, so you're – and think of it this way. You're at home with a fan base that is, let's say, a little perturbed at how this has started. Mm-hmm. If you got down 14 and nothing, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, the crowd's going to turn on it's, you. Yeah, it's going to be. And so then city. your home field advantage almost becomes a detractor. That's one of the easiest picks of the week to me. Mm-hmm. Not one of the easiest picks of the week. Las Vegas Raiders and the Tennessee Titans. I hate this game. Hate it. I hate it. You hate, hate this it. game just because you can't make up your no, mind? No, I can't. Two, two teams, with their. it's like their season's on the line in game three. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, disagree. It's you're you end up on the outside looking in if you lose this one. Yeah, with a long way to go, in in a tough division. I man, honestly, I was at that Bills game and I I said it before the break. Man, the Bills just like stole Ryan Tannehill's soul. Man, mm-hmm. I mean, they really. I mean, you could but just see do, the body language. But they're going to do that to everybody. I mean, they the way that they were able to get after uh, Matt, uh, Matt Stafford in the first game and then Ryan Tannehill in the next game, like they are going to do that to everybody. How many offensive lines in the NFL are good enough to keep that pass rush away from them? Very few. Right. And you know who doesn't have one of those? The Tennessee Titans. I'm taking the Raiders. Exactly. I'm on the Raiders as well. I am too. Are we going clean sweep on this game? I think we're going clean sweep, and part of me – this is one of those games that part of me wants to think Tennessee's at home and I you know this is a tough team. I'm not sure about the coaching of uh, of Las Vegas. It hasn't started well in my opinion with Josh McDaniel. And I like I like Vrabel. I think he's he's that inspirational leader to pull his team through in a tough in a tight spot. But I also look at the weapons for Las Vegas and go I don't know how your secondary is going to stop them. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, so you, you may be playing two rookie tackles against Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. That sounds like a get-right spot to me. Oh, and the big negative for the Raiders has been, well, your secondary hasn't been good. Here's a good thing. They don't have any weapons. <laughs> right. That's fine. <laughs> right. But Derrick Henry's going to have a week. I think this game stays close. I'm just not giving enough points. Mm-hmm. The, so to me, this line should – easily have been over the field goal it's just one if this was what that means is that the Raiders wouldn't even be catching a touchdown at home and that's stupid if you told me this Titans team was going to Las Vegas that's seven and a half all day yes all day for me to even consider being on the Titans side Mm -hmm. the line's just wrong I think it's a good game Raiders Las Vegas minus one across the board we got a big matchup in the NFC East the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Washington Commanders our picks here on Beat the Chief coming up next. Beat the Chief always brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWBNC.com. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. 
When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Tank one. Only by a smidge, though. Yeah, not enough that you should be yeah. celebrating it. No, well, I mean, a win is a win. It doesn't matter how much you win by, still a dub. And we're going to eat them dubs. Well, here's the thing. That's- Except in gambling, when you lose more than you win, and then you have to pay the VIG on top of it, you're still a loser. Oh, well, that's true. That's you true. are still a tremendous loser. So, was I the biggest loser of the week? Uh, Easy. <laughs> We all know who that was. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking, the, I'm taking my mugs back. I feel oh. like the fact that neither one of us made a fat joke about him calling himself the biggest loser was a horrible error in judgment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, more than ninety pounds down. Uh, we, we, call we, me we the missed, biggest loser. We missed a chance there. I will take it. Yeah, if you're uh, watching on the YouTube stream, our nice, lovely new uh, Ash City of Asheville Police Yetis. That's Chief quality. Brought us. It is. It is. That's quality. quality. Just tastes a lot better. Doesn't, doesn't it sound it? great? Doesn't it sound great? <laughs> Integrity, oh, yeah. fairness, respect, and professionalism. That's what the Asheville Police bring you. And uh, Asheville Police Chief David Zach joining us here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN. Asheville, we're playing Beat the Chief. Brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. NFC East Battle most years i would be looking forward to this game not this year because i don't believe in the washington commanders at all they were getting just curb stomped last week by the detroit lions now they did make a comeback in the mm-hmm. second half then i put more of that on, on the road yeah i put that more on the uh on the detroit lions than anything so they've played two games. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Lions on the road. Mm-hmm. They smoked a Jaguars team that we both believe in at home. And yet, you're so beholden to what you just saw Philadelphia do that the fact you're catching a touchdown on the road doesn't bother you. Wait, who did who who did they beat? Jacksonville. In Washington. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jacksonville. That team. That's the, the Eagles, Jacksonville. That, that team that we had at 14. And they smoked them. They came back to make it reasonably close. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't matter with Detroit, it shouldn't matter here. Hail to the commanders! Fight really? for old DC! Really? I'm catching seven points at home. I'm catching a full touchdown at home. Mm-hmm. End of message. Repeat the line. Okay. And my offense is really good, and this is the best letdown spot I have ever seen. Interesting. 
Uh, I don't. I don't see them being able to uh, have their way with the Philadelphia Eagles defense. That secondary big play slay leading the way. That's. I li- I like the Eagles minus the seven here. Wentz has had a couple of really good games. Yeah, I don't think you could take it away from. Him, but I no. Inconsistency has been kind of his trademark hallmark and of his career. I just see that catching up with him in week three, mm-hmm. especially against the Eagles. So I'll mm-hmm. go with the Eagles. Washington, will they be able to stuff the run? Because we all know that's what Philadelphia really wants to do. I, I don't know that that's really what they want to do. This is another one of those times that I think Nick Sirianni reverts back to who he is. I, look, I think Philadelphia's going to win this game. Mm-hmm. But we just seem to be forgetting that Washington was up 14-3 to and Jacksonville had like 78 yards at halftime. That was at home. Mm-hmm. Home matters in the NFL. And as soon as I saw how much money was on Philadelphia, I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, Jeremy rule number one. When everybody goes right, I'm going to hang a, a, a Louie. And I did, and I'm going to Washington. All right. Uh, Jeremy, sticking the neck out there for the commanders once again. Chief, you are on Philadelphia with me, correct? I am. All right. Just want to update my sheet here. Houston Texans. Taking on the Chicago Bears. This is one of the worst lines I think I've ever seen. That's what I was thinking. The Chicago Bears are a two and a half point favorite. And I don't think they should be a favorite against anybody. Home or away. I mean, maybe. I don't care if they played this on the moon. Maybe the Irwin Warriors. They should be a one point favorite against the Irwin Warriors. Um, (laughs) But when it comes to an actual real big boy football team, and I know that I'm using that term very loosely with the team that we all pretty much believe is if they're not the worst team in the league, they're, you know, this is 31 versus 32. I don't think the Texans are that bad. I really don't. Davis Mills has been God awful through the first two games. Mm-hmm. You know what the difference between the Indianapolis Colts and the uh, Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears is? One of them can play dead in the Western on defense. Two of them can play dead in Western on defense. One of them can't. Mm-hmm. That's the Bears. Easy. Texans. I got the Texans plus the two Texans. and a half as well. Yep. We've said it pretty much all year long. I think this or, is the Damian Pierce season. week, too. I think this is the week where you go, oh, Damian Pierce is that dude. Damian Pierce is that dude. They're just a team that you don't want to play. And Chicago is the team everybody, everybody wants, wants to play. play. As many times as humanly possible. <laughs> like, if I could have uh, the Miami Dolphins of 1972 would be su- super scared if I could just have a schedule of Chicago, 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 Chicago. Justin Fields has 15 completions in two games combined. Woohoo! He may not be good at football. He is not good at football. Uh, starting out the 4 o'clock slate, the Los Angeles Chargers take on the Jacksonville Jaguars and betus.com has the spread right now as the Chargers is a seven point favorite against Trevor Lawrence and company chief I don't think you've started one yet I, I have not let's I put this not. one let's put this one the, in your court the Jags I think you're going to just see them steadily improve as the year goes on and certainly Lawrence is starting you can see he's take the, taking the step forward but I still think the Chargers are just a little bit tough. I'm worried about Herbert, 
in the injury, mm-hmm. but this is this is actually a big game for the Chargers, and one they can't let slip through their fingers. So I think they do cover the seven. Mm-hmm. Early in the season, the Chargers are a tad banged up. A tad. You got J.C. Jackson, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. Does Allen play? And I- What's his status? Uh, yeah, I think I he think he's playing. Does. I think he is playing. I think the last I think thing I read was that he too. was likely to play. Yeah. And I don't care. As long as they have all their weapons, I don't care if they're limited or not. Look, I, li- I like Jacksonville in, in certain games. This ain't one of them. Uh, so you're going... Uh, oh, full uh, on. You're, you're going bolt up as well? Full on. Well... Los Angeles Chargers minus the seven. In in homage to the greatest picker of our generation, one Mr. Lee Corso, I'm going to say, not so fast, my friend. Seven points is a lot for a team that I have yet to really see play well. Coming off a long week, I get that. Herbert's banged up, and he's banged up aggressively. He also has the pain tolerance of a marshmallow. That goes all the way back to college. I see a path where he gets hit early. He gets hit often. The Jaguars send the Hellhounds. Chargers win. Jaguars cover. I see this being one of those late. Brandon Staley rolls the dice on the 40-yard line. They go down, kick, field goal, win the ball game. Okay. Chargers win. Jaguars cover. All right. America's game of the week. It's in Tampa Bay. I know know that's what it's called, but that is such a... uh, uh, What's to say? Like, what are you... Trying to call me a homer again? Uh, you are. Of course Actually, I am. the biggest one I've of ever met Of course I am. I'm a football fan. Of course I'm a homer. Uh, Tampa Bay hosts the Green Bay Packers this week. And, you know, it's, it, it's, not, it's not great. Things aren't going great in Tampa Bay right now. We just brought in Cole Beasley, by the way. I, you know what? I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did. Out on the market. Actually, I thought the Packers were going to make a move on him, and I was surprised they didn't. Yeah, well, that's the that's the Green Bay Packer way. We know we have a problem, but we just don't care. We're just going to put our <laughs> fingers in our ears and act like it's not We're really a problem. Pretend it I thought happen. he would have been a nice fit in Green Bay, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. So. Yep. Uh, this year has started, like I feel like every other season has uh, started for the last couple of years. It's been real slow going as the 45-year-old quarterback tries to get his uh, legs underneath him. Got the win last week against the New Orleans Saints. But you got a tougher opponent coming up. And I have no weapons against that Green Bay secondary. You have no friends to help you now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm taking Tampa Bay, though. Of course I'm you are. I'm taking Tampa Bay, though. Of course you Cause are. Because why? Why? Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't normally win big games. It's been the knock on him his entire career. I think he's won a few. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think he's won he's, a few. A few? Uh, no, but not playoffs. That, that's where we that, get all of a sudden yeah, talk about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to just be as honest as I can. I cannot physically figure out a reason that you would take Tampa Bay in this game. Uh, literally short of the fact that I am a Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, fire them cannons fanboy. Green Bay Packers, easy. 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 You have zero weapons. You're counting on decrepit Julio Jones if he plays mm-hmm. and Cole Beasley 
to beat a defense that is better than people seem to think it is. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how we talked about how good this defense was going to be for just months on end in the offseason? Then they have a bad week one against Minnesota, which we have seen them do two years in a row now. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden they're just dog piddle and they're going to be one and two. Yeah, I struggle to believe that. Go, pack, go. Chief. I'm going to be with Jeremy on this one. Well, I just, I be. don't, I don't like the lack of weapons right. for for Brady. I just think it's too much. I also too feel much like to overcome. Did you see Brady in his press conference yesterday? No, he looked like he died about six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He, there is something very weird looking about his face at this point, and I can't put my finger on. Yeah, it. I think Botox. it's called plastic surgery. Yeah. It's Botox. It, it, it may very well be. But, but that doesn't explain why I'm literally looking at your cheekbones. Wait, it, it looks like your cheeks disappeared. That's because somebody hooked his face up to the vacuum sucker thing that you keep like your clothes in. Like you see those <laughs> safe space in your closet with the vacuum bag. Somebody did that to Tom Brady's face. I mean, I can't relate to this problem at all, but, you know, could be having a little trouble with the wife. Oh, there's no doubt he's oh, having absolutely. trouble with the wife. Oh, yeah, I've, I've, heard, getting, yeah. I've heard... That when you have you know trouble with the wife, that it could affect your. Oh, that's why he's taking Wednesdays off. Because she said uh, that's that's wine with friends day. (laughs) That's your day in the carpool there, Tommy. (laughs) Hey, sir, you. I let you go back and play with your friends. Now it's time for me to have a little me time. That's right. That's right. You got to pick up the kids every afternoon. Uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a one point favorite at home. They're gonna they're gonna struggle with that running game. There's That's no what I think the, the difference is. Mm-hmm. I can see Dylan and Jones having good weeks this week. Your defense, it's just attrition. I said you were thin. Now you're the most beat-up team in the NFL. I can't physically see how you're going to win this game. Right. Other than the fact Tom Brady made a deal with the devil. Always got to throw that out there. All right, this one should be quick. Let's get this one in before the break. The Atlanta Falcons take on the Seattle Seahawks. This game is so bad Vegas just said, "Y'all pick. I don't care. I, it's, Straight pick them. There's no there's there's no reason for me to put a number on this game because no one cares. In fact, I was uh, I pulled up some analytics uh, about this week's slate from five thirty eight. One of my favorite uh, uh, one of my favorite geek websites. They run all the numbers and they give a quality score to every game in the NFL. Is this one negative? Uh, this it's five on a scale of one to a hundred. The quality of this game is a five. It's it's the second worst game of the uh, of the week, only ahead of the Texans and the Bears, which is a quality score of four. No one cares. This would be the worst game in NFL history if the Bears and Texans weren't playing each other this week. <laughs> <laughs> However, I will take the Atlanta Falcons because that's the team that I look at and go, there, there's something about that team that's just a little dangerous. And I don't feel that way about Seattle at all. I'm looking at you. Uh, I'll pick it. Uh, I have Kyle Pitts. I have Drake London. You have a slew of rookies trying to stop them. Good luck with that. Dirty birds. Taking the Falcons on the road. At I don't Seattle. care where it is. Oh, you no, sure? I got to agree with you guys. I, I mean, everybody thought the Falcons were going to be so horrible, but they're just not that horrible. They're competitive. They've got some weapons. They've got some weapons. They're competitive. They have weapons, and this may be the week that you see the unleashing of Tyler Algier. And You're Patterson also going to see them absolutely eviscerate Seattle with Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. 
Kyle Pitts has three catches through two weeks. It's time uh, to get right. I feel like that's not going to keep happening. They'll throw Tariq Woolen on Drake London. He'll get very grabby. You will hear his, if you watch this game, of which if you do watch this game, you don't pull free through these teams, I feel like you need to write a 500-word dissertation on why. Uh, and unless your television broke and you were tied to the chair you were sitting in, that's the only explanation of why you would watch this. NFC West battle between the LA Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. We'll pick that one next here on ESPN. Asheville playing beat the chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt. Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. All right, we are back here on ESPN Asheville playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Always brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. And, um, yeah, we got three games left to pick in this week. Just uh, if you're just joining us and weren't aware, I won last week. Barely. Like, well, you're taking did, way too many victory again, laps here. Dubs. Yeah, you're taking way too many victory laps for somebody that would probably have gotten their ankles broken by a boogie last week so oh no doubt no doubt we all had losing records last week nobody uh finished in the black it's okay i'm still leading for the year you wired are. wired champion and this will be the week where i make my great distance uh well i i mean you have gone out on the limb the proverbial limb uh more than anybody else this week taking the jets plus six the 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 commanders plus seven the jaguars plus seven are your big limb games yeah did you notice what those all have in common man i love points i Mm -hmm. just love points 
like a like just like a Brian Haynes at a state fair. Just give me all the deep fried points. I got the Lions <laughs> plus six and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one. That's where I'm at odds with the uh, with the room. Don't have one of those games from Chief Zach yet. L.A. Rams, Arizona Cardinals. Will this be the one that he goes out on the limb? I'm going to go with no. (laughs) If this is not a clean sweep, I'm going to need you to explain yourself. Well, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals uh, showed some grit last week. Little little magic in the fourth quarter. Coming back on the Las Vegas Raiders. Sweet. So an overhyped Cardinals team against a a Rams team that's been denigrated by two up and down weeks. Easy. Rams. Yeah. Rams minus the three and a half. And the Rams. Yeah, everybody. Everybody jump on board on that one. Uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Denver Broncos on Sunday night football this week. It's in Denver, but I don't care. I got Jimmy Garoppolo coming back, and he's out to make a statement. I believe. Looks like George Kittle's going to play. I feel good about that and it's a one point spread like what have you seen from denver road on the road it's on the road with a quarterback that has a high that has a low ceiling i'm taking san francisco i like san francisco better with jimmy garoppolo than i ever did with trey lance the ceiling is not as high but i think it makes games like this much safer Mm -hmm. i'm gonna disagree with you guys really hackett's hearing it already in denver which is surprising but i just I got to believe Wilson gets this right and at home. So, but is it anything that Wilson's doing? I mean, does he no. have any control over this? No. Nathaniel no. Hackett is just not. The, the play calling is horrible. And it's late. They're not getting out of the huddle appropriately. It's you're a bad clock manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's really no way around that. I could see a path that this, this is one of those games that's close. They lose because of something Hackett does. And then it gets even louder than it's already been. Mm-hmm. San Francisco minus the one for me and Jeremy. And there it is. Uh, Chief Zach taking a, taking himself out on that limb. Denver plus the one on And how's Sunday that worked out football. for me so far? Yeah. Not very well. Yeah. Monday night football this week. We got the Giants hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Good old eye broccoli. It's another one point spread. And the Cooper Rush thing has just this taken is... on a life of its own to the point where they actually they, they had to come out today and say no when Dak returns he's going to be the starter that's because okay. jerry jones is an idiot that won't stop talking easy giants at home all the noise cooper rush is a bad quarterback new york giants yep giants minus the one for me as well giants as well i i think giants start the year four and oh then it goes south right. and when it goes south it is going to go south but not this week aggressively I just struggle to believe Cooper Rush is going to be the one that brings that on. All right. We shall see who comes out the winner in week three of the NFL season. Beat the Chief, always brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt, Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. Chief, have a great weekend. All right, guys. Good to see you as always. Yeah, we will see you back here next Friday. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
Welcome back into ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400, the sportsocracy on a football Friday. Ah, it's good to get the NFL games, all those picks, get those out of the way. We can I mean, focus on it, the real football. It's always, weekend. I mean, for this, for you, this show will start very badly. And it can only get better from here. Ah, okay. Because right. just looking at your picks, I, I have a feeling that this is the week we look back on and go, this is where it all went horribly wrong for Tank. Well, it could be. Could be. I'm talking enough smoke that this could end oh, poorly for 100%. me. 100%. This might be one of those tapes that I'm glad I control the recordings. 100%. Uh, the only games I went out on the ledge with, I, I took the greatest of all time who doesn't lose at home in big games and the Detroit Lions. And that one could hurt me. Yeah, that's uh, it's the I didn't go out on a ledge as a sports gambler. I sit back and go, so you followed the public completely. That always ends so well. <laughs> uh, it is time to pick the college games of the week. We take a slate of eight games every week right here in the sportsocracy. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 ESPN. Asheville, you can see us on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and join us in the chat. This is where we bring in the other boys in blue, the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office Community Outreach Deputy, Keenan Nesbitt. It's time for Share If You Want To. Uh, little Luke Combs never hurt anybody. Oh, well, he did if you went with his picks on college game day. Well, he I, may have set the high watermark for the worst record of a guest picker ever, and it was still awesome. What did he miss everything? He, I'll put it this way he had Nebraska outright. Uh, end of message, repeat the line. Yeah. Yikes. Well, he was just but following your guy. lead. Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> I may may or may not have sent a message that may or may not have gotten to him about that so <laughs> well, I, I don't have that much room to talk i i didn't my pick this week didn't go that well either so hey but but you know what as the as the re- resident degenerate here we've all had bad weeks and you know what you have to have a very short memory yeah indeed indeed uh last week did not go the way that i or Kanan Nesbitt wanted it to. Now me on the other hand. Kanan, we were we were both three and five last week. No, I think I was I was two and yeah, I got two right. Two? Yeah, I got two. Uh, okay. Maybe I can't. I believe I, I believe I only got two of them right. And okay. I was just like, man, what what Well me happened? on the other hand. Oh, Jeremy went six and two, just throwing out all the bangers. Yeah. As yeah. he normally does. Yeah, he 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 he's gonna rub it in. He's gonna rub that one in. No, not at all. I am a gracious winner. <laughs> Ask anybody, they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that is what a lie sounds like. <laughs> Believe you need to be a politician, sir. Uh, don't tempt me. All sports, no politics. Uh <laughs> uh again, community outreach deputy Keenan Nesbitt in here. We're playing uh Sheriff You Want To and the first game we're going to pick this week in the 12 o'clock slate. Big matchup in the ACC, the number five team in the country, the Clemson Tigers, taking on Wake Forest, who can score points. But I don't like them to score a lot of points against this Clemson defense. I'm on Clemson. I, I, I have tried all week long to think of a way that Sam Hartman and the Demon Deacons can get this done but I still feel like the defense for Clemson is so strong that even though the offense struggles mightily, 
it's not going to matter. Yeah, I'm going Clemson too. I I, I just don't. Uh... Wake Forest. Yep, they got a football team. They do. Top, a top twenty-five. I see undefeated three and zero, one one and one against the spread football team. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm still going Clemson, man. I don't I don't see this happening. Uh, maybe not this year. 131 teams in in D1 college football, FBS college football. Mm-hmm. Clemson's played the 123rd ranked schedule, and they haven't looked good against that. True, they struggle with Louisiana Tech, they struggle with Georgia Tech, and if those two teams played each other, the officials would win. You asked how is Wake Forest going to win this game? I will tell you how. With a clean pocket, DJ Uyunglele's passer rating is 106 and a half. Under pressure, it's 58. Mm-hmm. That's how you do this. You send the hellhounds at him. You make him make the mistakes. You bleed clock. I understand how good that defense is. I get it. That's the whole point of what Dave Clawson does. The claw PO is meant to mitigate good defenses because you can't pick right. Sam Hartman can pick wrong. You can't pick right because there's three options on every play. Either he can run it, he can hand it off, or he can throw it. No matter what you do, if Sam Hartman wasn't playing in this game, I'd take Clemson by 30. With the vet, with the guy that knows this offense so well, and it's at Wake Forest, this stadium is – look, they may have 200 fans total. They're all going to bring seven friends. They'll hand out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Give me the Demon Deacons. Oh, black and gold, through okay. and through. Okay. All right. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good one at, at 12 o'clock. If it is, I mean, I, I, I mean, if that does happen, you just wait. There's you, one thing that terrifies all me. the noise to begin or to get to get amped up about DJ. There are two things that terrify me. One, the Wake Forest pass rush is too good. They get to Uyunglele and he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Then Klubnik comes in and all bets are off. Game over. I'm not gonna say game over. You're underselling this kid's a he's a freshman. Okay, yeah. That makes me nervous. The other thing that makes me nervous is that I could see a path Uyunglele is so bad that this is actually where they go, okay, Klubnik can't be worse than this. And if that happens, it's just a completely different game plan. Mm-hmm. And so everything Clawson's done for the entire week because he is so beholden to Uyunglele, it all goes out the window. And so now it's Dabo Sweeney against Dave Clawson. Who can out-scheme who? Who can out-adjust who? On the fly. On the fly. Right. And that leans heavily to Clemson. Absolutely. That scares me. But I'm still going like first. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, we got a... You would never hear me say this when it comes to these two schools, but this might be one of the best football games of the entire weekend. It didn't mean to be. It didn't mean to be. (laughs) And both these teams are undefeated so far, and they're traditional basketball schools. I still feel like the ESPN missed an opportunity to have their basketball game day crew at this game. Well, you couldn't have game day anywhere, but the the game we're going to end this segment with. Kansas against duke kansas hosts duke in football why the hell would you want to talk about this game kansas is not that bad no kansas is fine Jalen daniels is he a dog mm-hmm. this offense has been good lance leipold is a very good coach yes i'm gonna let you two pick it and and then i'll throw the uh man i'm over here struggling man because i went against kansas over the last week that was against Houston. Yep. And uh and uh man, they 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 got me, man. So I, I don't know. I'm gonna let you pick first. I'm gonna have to 
I'm about to brainstorm on this one for you. I will happily do it. Uh, like Jeremy uh, and and I have always said, there are, it comes to certain teams where I would pull for the 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 team from hell uh, against that team, and the Duke Blue Devils falls into that category for me as a as a born and raised Tar Heel. Look, I, as a Georgia guy, I can pick Florida. I can k- pick Tennessee. I will never pick Duke to win anything ever because I just don't want to see them happy. And if you want to know why I do the betting things, it's that right there. Fun story about Kansas. The offense is better in chaos. Mike Elko knows that. Mm-hmm. Veteran defensive guy, sit back, make this kid beat you. They are going to play the shell that you saw Minnesota uh, it, it, implement against Philadelphia on Monday night you are going to see a ton of that because Jalen Daniels has actually yet to prove that I can sit back in the pocket and pick you apart. The advantage here is in Mike Elko. Blue Devils. Okay, Blue Devils over the Jayhawks. Keenan's thinking. He's, th- he's thinking I, I, This is like, one of the hardest games to pick of the he's week. It's like, am I going to? Man, are they I, both undefeated? They're both undefeated, but here's the thing. Neither one of them's played anybody. Uh, really, I so, mean, Duke's so, Duke's high watermarks beating Northwestern, right? And Kansas beat Houston, who is well, Dana Holgerson's their coach, and he's the only mulleted man on this planet that I don't like. That should tell you pretty much everything you need to know. But analytically speaking, I mean, that's a much better win than Northwestern. It, it is okay. It, it is. This is all a scheme thing. I've watched way more of Kansas than I should have because I am intoxicated by Jalen Daniels. Mm-hmm. I just I'm afraid they're going to drop back and say you're not going to beat me with your feet, and if he turns into a pocket passer, this is Jalen Hurts back in the day. And I'm not trying to compare this to Philadelphia so often, but the offense kind of looks that way. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Mike Elko, drop eight, you beat me with your arm, or you don't beat me at all. Mm-mm. I haven't watched much of Duke. I, man, which I ain't never watched Duke football. I ain't gonna lie to you. So yeah, who has? Say. The vast majority of people learned two weeks ago that Duke actually had a football team, right? Um, so I'm I'm just gonna go off go off a limb on this one, man. I think I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go with Kansas. I'm gonna pick Kansas. I That's where the vast majority of the money is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picking Kansas. I don't feel good about this pick. I'm gonna tell you that I do not feel good about this pick, but. I just haven't seen Duke play. If you had told me going into this year that the two teams I would be the most overweight on and would have made the most money on would be Duke and Kansas, I would have had you drug tested. Mm -hmm. But you would have been right. I have been burned by this next team twice in playing this game. Baylor, the number 17 team in the country, goes on the road to Iowa State and... I had Baylor two weeks ago, and they lost. I had BYU last week, and then Baylor turns around and beats them, and I lost again. BYU lost to Oregon. Oh, excuse me. Didn't have me. anything to do with Baylor. Oh, excuse me. I mean, they both wear goofy green and yellow uniforms, was, <laughs> but. My bad. It was the BYU. That was the game that I messed up. You had two Baylor weeks ago. against BYU. BYU beat them. Right. Took Baylor last week and uh, didn't go my way. So, Baylor and Iowa State. I'm going Baylor. To me, this one's not even that difficult. A lot of people are overvaluing the fact that Iowa State beat Iowa. It was literally just a battle of contrition because Iowa's offense couldn't stay on the field. Yeah, the offense looked fine. Yes, the offense scored 10 points against a very good Iowa defense. 
Problem is, this de- this offense is not good. Mm-hmm. Baylor has a lot of players on that defense that are going to play in the league. I think they will confuse Iowa, uh, Iowa State. I don't care it's on the road. I really don't. I'm taking Baylor. The, the one thing that makes me nervous is Dave Aranda's name being mentioned at Nebraska. That starts floating and players start hearing it. You're going to have a great big come out flat game. And that worries me, but not enough to take Iowa State. Okay. Keenan? Man, this is this is another hard one for me. But I, I, <laughs> Baylor let me down too, didn't it? They yep. let me down. Mm-hmm. Baylor's let a lot of people down. Has uh, not been historically good against the spread. Iowa State. Iowa State, man, they they one of those teams to where like you don't watch much of. But when they when they good, well put it like this, when they have a good game, they have a really good game. The culture mm-hmm. is really good with Matt Campbell. And I think that's where people are missing this. They lost a lot. Yes, you had a rivalry game. That's a rivalry game. There are a lot of kids that wind up at Iowa State that wanted to go to Iowa, so they play with their hair on fire. Mm-hmm. They're not playing on with their hair on fire against Baylor. He wants to take Iowa State just to be on he the does. other side of us. He does. I don't think it's a horrible idea either. I I, I think my gut feeling they playing at Iowa. It's at yeah, Iowa State. It's at Iowa State. Yeah. And the reason why my gut feeling, like I said, when you when they play good, they play really good, and you be like, what where what is this team at? Like what what, what they do? So man, I'm going with Iowa State. All right, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go off on a limb here. I'm going with Iowa State. Taking Iowa State over the Baylor Bears. Jeremy and I both on the Bears to win this one. Uh, our fourth game. I think we should probably hold on to this one until oh, after no the doubt. break. Uh, because we need to give we need to give Keenan enough time <laughs> to really sink into the battle that's coming his way as his Florida Gators go to Knoxville, Tennessee to take on the Volunteers. We'll pick that one coming up next here on Share if you want to on the Sportsocracy ESPN Asheville. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. 
We are back on ESPN Asheville. Playing Sheriff You Want To with Keenan Nesbitt at the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office. He said, I ain't to cops. I ain't your parents. Boys, you're dealing with the county sheriff. So I said, we can share if you want to. Uh, we're picking college games as we do each and every week. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, he's he took the massive lead last week. We all tied at 4-4 four and four in week one or week two of the college season. Second week we picked games. Jeremy was six and two, and both Keenan and I ended up being three and five. Yeah. If there was no such thing as a money line and I could just pick winners, uh, I probably wouldn't do this job. I would just sit at home and pick winners. And just pick winners. Uh, community outreach deputy Keenan Nesbitt, he's a Gator fan. And this week, your Florida Gators have another tough test. So you opened up with the win over Utah, and then it did not go your way the following week, and then the struggle bus last week against South Florida. How did how did you feel? I, I don't. I didn't feel good against that game, but you know, maybe they went back and watched some film, got some stuff on on the right track and practice. You know, so we back again. Well, you got very lucky that South Florida couldn't throw. Uh, because if they could, this would be a very different conversation. But this week, you come to Rocky Top to take on the Tennessee Volunteers. Mm-hmm. That'll be coming up in the bangers later on in the program. The winner is not hard for me to figure out. Neyland Stadium, we may be able to hear it from where we're sitting. It's quite possible. It will be the loudest that stadium has been since Philip Fulmer was patrolling the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Anthony Richardson can win games like this. That's my biggest drawback on him. You get the ball down seven with two minutes to go. I don't think you can lead them down the field. You have bad interception written all over you. Go back to the Kentucky game. They got the ball, needed one drive to really calm things down, and what did he do? Pick six. Tennessee. I'm on the Tennessee Volunteers to win this one as well. Uh, I mean, I know this is uh, as – as a guy who follows the Georgia Bulldogs uh, in the SEC, I really hope, you know, you're just rooting for injuries at this point. Uh, but <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. You don't do that. You don't do that. Um, I mean, you know, get a little, a little banged up, make it easier for us to win the SEC East. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but uh, Tennessee should control this game throughout. I don't know that I can go that far. But I am taking Tennessee to win. Mm-hmm. You already know who I'm picking, buddy. Uh, you both he's, know. He's, go, he's going full homer. I'm going full home, baby. All and the I'm, way. And I'm not sure that that's bad cause everybody's going to think it is. But we'll get into why later on in the bangers. Yeah. Uh, James Madison takes on what I saw deemed in national media this week as America's team. The Appalachian State Mountaineers. This will be the opener of Sunbelt competition for James Madison. We all know this is a you know this is a great FCS program for many years, and now they're coming up to the to, to the bigger level. Join the Sunbelt. Uh, these were they, the original fighting Mike Houston's. Yes, and they have to go to Kid Brewer Stadium uh, to try to take down a team that has just been. 
I, I mean, you got the win over Texas A&M, and then the way you won against Troy last week, I know it wasn't what you were expecting. You know, like game day was in town, you were expecting, we should just beat the snot out of Troy. That's just, It just wasn't in the cards. I mean, all the Sunbelt teams that won big games two weeks ago, they all dutied in their pants last week. This will be a complimentary extra banger. I'm taking App State to win. Take James Madison in the points. This will be close. What is the spread? I didn't even seven. look. Mm. So James Madison plus seven. And that is, it did not quite make its way into the pick segments. I'll give you that one for free. Now, James in, Madison plus seven. In week one, we did all tie, but we had the tiebreaker land with Keenan Nesbitt of the Buncombe County Sheriff's Office because he did pick Appalachian State to beat Texas A&M. Of which, in fairness, I did the same thing later in the show i just didn't do it in the segment yeah you just so. got you got you got swayed by keenan is what I did, it was I did. <laughs> i'm going at on that too i i uh i just see them you know you have some games where you play play awesome you have some games where you know you may not wake up that morning feeling the best but a win is a win mm-hmm. appalachian state's battle tested this being close is a huge advantage to app state to actually winning yep app state at home give me that culture give me that fire that they are going to bring uh, I don't care how close the Troy game was. That's the kind of that's the kind of win that establishes programs. You struggle when you're not supposed to. What is it? What does the end result come to? We got the win. Okay, I'm going to be on Appalachian State against James Madison. Washington State will host the number 15 team in the country, the Oregon Ducks. I had BYU last week. Jesus Christ. That, that didn't work. No, that didn't work out for me either. Didn't go our way. No, it did not. However, I did not see that coming. However, we got Bo Nix going on the road. And every SEC fan knows Bo uh, Nix on the road's not good. That's all of the analysis I needed. I trust the federal government more than I trust uh, Bo Nix on the road. Give me the Cougs. Washington State, one of the uh, – one of, one of the, uh, most electric offenses in college football so far? I, I, I feel like Cameron Ward is getting first-round buzz in the NFL right now. And I feel like he's hearing that, but he knows we're on the West Coast. I need that one game where the eyeballs are going to be on me to really show it. This is the one. Four o'clock Fox game at home. In Pullman. Yep. You want to get you want to get on Sports Center? You want and that one's going to be loud. Yeah, you want to increase your stock? This is the chance to do it. I got Washington State. Oregon burned him once. I don't think he could. <laughs> I don't like Oregon one not not one bit. So I'm going Washington State on that too. I I I just I don't feel like they have really found that that solid balance. You know, where you can say, look, man, they've been steady playing good back to back. You know, so I'm just, no, no, they haven't sold me yet. BYU feeds off that home crowd, too. Don't let that sway you to Oregon. So I'm going Washington State. 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Jerry World going to be on fire. Jeremy, or Jeremy, Jerry is going to be in hog heaven because hog pig suey is in his building Number 10, Arkansas taking on number 23, Texas A&M. It was a bounce-back week last week for Texas A&M as they beat Miami following the App State loss. I I, I feel like they got a little bit more of the public on their side after that. 
the number has been swayed by the fact that Missouri State hung with them. Talent for talent. Both defenses are fine. Texas A&M still didn't score any points against Miami. Mm -hmm. Arkansas is going to score points. No matter what you do, they're going to score points. K.J. Jefferson's electric. Hog, pig, suey. I'm with Jeremy on this one, Arkansas. I am too. Arkansas always been a uh, one of those good teams that you just when you go there, you got to play, man. You you play in Arkansas, you got to play. And there are going to be a bajillion people in in Jerry World. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And they're coming from they're coming from everywhere. Mm -hmm. Arkansas travels. They do, and this is Arkansas is one of the few teams in the country that actually feels like with the culture Sam Pittman has brought in, KJ Jefferson as the vet leader. All of the weapons he has, they actually think they can challenge Georgia and Alabama. Now, do I agree with that? Not particularly. But they're going to travel in droves. Uh, the eighth game, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Number six, Oklahoma taking on Kansas State. Let's just call this the Jeremy Bowl. I mean, that's just what it is. It's my little darling, the Kansas State Wildcats. That I've been team- making money on and giving you bangers on for four years. Against the team that you have disparaged the most. In the top 15 the, this the year. The fighting Brent Venables. I don't buy Oklahoma. I don't buy them at all. The fact you scored a billion D points on Nebraska, that's cute. So did Georgia Southern. That being said, I'm taking Oklahoma to win. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma has the offense. Kansas State has been chippy the first three times they have played Oklahoma with their with with Chris Kleiman as their head coach they are two and one against <laughs> Oklahoma in the last three years and every one, and of, one those of those games was at Oklahoma yes every one of those games has been a one score game I'm glad we don't have to pick this game against the spread because I'm on Oklahoma as well I believe that they will win. I don't believe that they're going to fall by the wayside but maybe so. If you're the casual college football fan, you're about to be introduced to a kid named Deuce Vaughn. Oh, Deuce is so good. He's four foot three, but he is one of the best utility weapons in all of college football. And I don't know that Oklahoma has an answer for him. They may not, but does Kansas State secondary are they going to be able to to contain Dylan Gabriel's arm and the weapons that they have? I, I look. I think this game's going to be close. I think talent for talent. I'm not sure the Kansas State's not closer to Oklahoma than we think they are. The fact it's it's in Oklahoma, it is hard for me to think Taylor Martinez is going to go in there. I, I struggle with that. Adrian. Adrian Martinez. Good <laughs> Lord, I do that every single time. Taylor's 35 by now. Hmm. All right, Keenan. He can't figure out. He wants to do it. Yeah. He's desperately wanting to take Oklahoma. I am. I mean, I, that's the in terms of straight up, that's the right goal. I I am, but I'm just like I'm going Oklahoma, man. I I'm been, I don't feel comfortable doing this, but I, I think we all gonna come back next week and be like, dog it. But I'm going yeah. Oklahoma. I mean, there is a very good chance that we all lose this game. Kansas State could pull the upset chris Kleiman's the best coach in america that nobody talks about mm-hmm. he has instilled a culture there that it does not it, i don't think he has the horses to run with them offensively but i'm not sure they have them defensively to contain kansas state 
Love the over in this one. All right, Jeremy pulling out to the three-game lead on uh, on Keenan Nesbitt and myself here on Share if you want to. Picking college games each and every week. Just outright winners. Thank you once again to uh, Buckham County Sheriff's uh, Office Community Outreach Deputy Keenan Nesbitt for joining us. And we will see you next week. Thanks for having me. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When we get back from the break, we'll get weird. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. It is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Time to get weird on a football Friday. We'll talk about the Thursday night football matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns coming up after this. Um, But... All right, so since since now baseball, we have proven that it is irrelevant. 100%. You've got great storylines going on all over the place, and the only thing people care about is the NFL mainly. The little college football sprinkled on the side. Uh, but this this was a story too good not to tell. guy named Tom Willis has now done something that I, I want it to be – my bucket list uh, is this a baseball story yes did he sit through an entire baseball game and not fall asleep uh i don't know that he did uh i don't know that he stays for the games after he throws out the ceremonial first pitch but he has now thrown out a ceremonial first pitch in every major league baseball stadium tom willis was born without arms and he throws the first pitches with his feet it's one of the greatest feats, pardon the pun, uh, that I think I've ever seen. And he's gotten so good at it that it, it's they're not bad. They're not bad. He was at the Colorado Rockies game the other night uh, throwing out the, f- the ceremonial first pitch. This guy has, uh, you know, taken what most of us would look at as, uh, you know, just just bad beat of all time being born without arms having to you know learn how to do everything with your feet he is actually he has his own website and it is called tomsfeet.com he is a motivational speaker travels around the country doing uh, speaking engagements telling you basically you know life can throw you things that you're not expecting and you can push through it look at me and now he has checked off a bucket list I want to visit every stadium in America. 
he has th- or, or I guess in baseball, I, I, I got to include Canada in that. But now he's throwing out a ceremonial first pitch for every every one of them. I will give him this advice though. Uh, your website does need a little tweaking, Tom. So call Jeremy Green. He will he will he will get that handled for you. Don't you be soliciting my? Uh, I mean, I'll help. Tom Willis. Cheap. Tom Willis. <laughs> Tom Willis is uh, is the hero of the day for me. My story comes to us from Cutstown, Pennsylvania. It's a town of five thousand people just west of Allentown. A woman, thirty six year old woman of Cutstown, not named in the story, apparently had some misgivings about what her husband was doing. And so she was out in town. She saw the husband's car and there was a woman driving it. And so she climbed into the passenger seat and began assaulting the woman driving the car. Well, the woman had a friend with her who pulled the woman out of her car, got in, they sped off. The woman follows the car and then at a two-way intersection rams into the car, thinking that I'm assuming his husband's mistress was driving the car. Only one problem. Wasn't his car was the same color was the same make but it wasn't his car and they could not figure out why this woman had assaulted this particular woman until the husband showed up in the car that she thought she just rammed uh-huh she has been charged with just a slew of things uh, aggravated assault two counts of that reckless endangerment driving an unregistered vehicle uh, you know if you're going to ram another car but want to make sure you registered it mm-hmm that's double crimes. That's two crimes at the same time. Right. Don't do that. First of all, I would love to know what kind of car it was. It didn't say in the story, but I, in my head, it's a red Kia Soul. I see 75,000 of those things on the road. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do crimes. Don't do, Don't do crimes. Don't do crimes. Uh, we will have the crime segment coming up later on in the show. In the next hour, last night, we had Thursday night football, and it was a snooze fest, in my opinion. It was an assault on your eyelids. Uh-huh. Eye broccoli, to say the least. However, if you uh, followed our buddy, Pat McAfee, went with the super dog. <laughs> he was not happy. He was not happy. He was also not sober when he recorded that video. Oh, I there's no doubt. 9,000% sure of that. No doubt. That'll drive you to drinking every time. Uh, oh, yeah. That's bad beat to the highest extreme. If you had Pittsburgh plus six and a half in a teaser, and they try to do the old Stanford bad play, and the ball ends up in the end zone, and you lose by 12. Yep. Uh, the the Cleveland Browns falling on it in the end zone to make it a 29-17 to win for the Cleveland Browns. My major takeaway from this game was it's time. It is time to go to Kenny Pickett. And that, to me, is the most asinine thing you've said all day. Why? Was the loss last night on Mitch Trubisky? Good God, no. I mean, I feel like he plays a role in this. I don't care if you had Dan Marino playing quarterback. As long as that defense is that bad, I don't care. Mm -hmm. They had two receivers. It was David Njoku and Amari Cooper. Mm -hmm. And they're going to run with Nick Chubb. What of those three things did you stop? What of those three things did you even kind of slow down? None of it. I screamed at my wife is a Steelers fan, which means I had to watch this game, not for my job, but to be a supporting spouse. Within, I'll say 10 minutes, I was so annoyed watching this pathetic defensive scheme 
that I couldn't see straight. Mm -hmm. And I knew what was going to happen. 100% knew what was going to happen. No, it's Mitch's fault. The offense can't move the ball over there. Because the defense can't stop anybody. You get behind, you become one-dimensional, and Mitch Trubisky all of a sudden has to lead you back. Of course that's how it looked. Mm -hmm. If you're not any better than that without T.J. Watt, I don't care who your quarterback is. I don't care. And if you think putting Kenny Pickett behind that line with that defense, I didn't agree with this yesterday because somebody had said, well, you can't put Kenny Pickett behind that line. That was you me. Can, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't agree with that a day ago. Mm -hmm. I now fully agree with that. You do. Because you're going to be in bad situations all the time. That secondary is a joke. Mm -hmm. If Amari Cooper had not just gotten completely lost – on a deep, I think it was a nine, just a vertical route, and got completely lost. He'd had 160 yards receiving mm -hmm. as the only receiver on the team. They had one receiver, one tight end. Everybody else was irrelevant. Irrelevant. How many receivers other than Amari Cooper caught passes last night? Two. David Bell had one for six yards, and Donovan Peoples-Jones had one for ten yards dpj baby and you can't stop it right they were telling you basically on every play what you're what they're getting ready to do mm -hmm. you can't stop it the defense is a major problem it's i didn't think that taking tj watt off of this team would make it any kind of a difference but it seems like it has oh it no doubt has you can't get home you can't get anywhere you made jacoby Brissett look like deshaun watson that's exactly what I, I – I sat there for two quarters going, this is what this offense is going to look like with Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. You play a bad defense that cannot in any way deal with the we, the, the weapons you do have. This is what this will look like. Mm -hmm. Mitchell Trubisky, though, I, I get the, the defense is bad and the loss is not all on him. And the fact that but anybody is putting to, it at all on him is laughable. You to have me. to be able to score points if your defense is going to be bad. That defense is bad, and they can't move the ball at all. Well, behind that offensive line, I don't care if it's Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, Ben Roethlisberger, Tommy Maddox, uh, Charlie Batch, Cordell Stewart. I don't care who your quarterback is. <laughs> bad, 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 but bad, bad. Right. First half, Mitch Trubisky was fine. We'll look like a competent, starting-level quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Then what happened? You fell behind. You became one-dimensional. They queued on Najee Harris. The offensive play call was not overly creative uh Deontay Johnson I am so Seacrest out I don't know that I've ever been as out on a player after an eight catch for 84 yard game wow he was and he was your little darling he was the biggest malcontent I've ever seen I'm good I do not need players like that on my team especially with a young quarterback if I'm Mike Tomlin I'm watching Deontay Johnson going do I want you in the same locker room as Kenny Pickett we have a culture here that's, that's kind of why everybody believes in us because mm -hmm. we haven't had a losing season in 17 years. I, I, I don't need you pouting. I don't need you throwing your hands up at all of these ridiculous things. It looked like Mike Tomlin had just left the building. And in the list of, of people that I can blame for last night, Mitch Trubisky comes in somewhere between 8 and 10. And that's all I've heard all day. No, oh, it's time to go to Kenny Pickett. Good luck. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I evaluated probably 40 hours of, of tape on Kenny Pickett. You put him in behind that, you, you'll be to the end of the year going, I don't know if we have a quarterback at this point. Mm-hmm. You got nothing to lose, in my opinion, because I, this this Steelers team is every bit as bad as I thought they were going to be. They're markedly worse than I thought they were. Markedly worse. And now looking at the schedule, uh, I'm going to level with you. We thought, oh, well, they get the Jets in Heinz Field next week. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. The Jets will kill you. Mm-hmm. They, they won't just beat you. They will embarrass you oh, in absolutely. your own stadium. Yeah. I don't care if it's Trubisky. I don't care if it's Kitty Pitt. I don't care who you put out there. Behind that line against that defense, they will embarrass you. Well, we do have to say congratulations to uh, George Pickens, though, for uh, making the catch of the of the year in the NFL. He's a very talented player. Whew. He's a very talented player. He and when get- this team is in the right situation, you can be fine. Problem is everything has to go right. There's not a defensive player outside of Minka Fitzpatrick because they double-teamed Cam Hayward all night long. I mean, they would run right at him with the pulling guard coming in behind. You're not going to be the one. DeMarvin Leal, uh, we'll go one-on-one with you. Mm-hmm. You, you. It's fine. You do what you do. Linebackers are out of sorts. Devin Bush is bad. I, and I just uh, it's comical to me that walking away from that game, that's what people took away from it. Oh, it's Mitch Trubisky. Okay, go to go to Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. I'll sit back and laugh as you go to the Bills, the Bucks, at the Dolphins, at the Eagles, Saints, Bengals. I'll even go at the Colts. There's not a winnable game in that. No. This could be bottom five worst teams in the NFL. You're not going to be good regardless. But it's time to seriously think about making a change at quarterback. And I disagree vehemently. One thing you cannot disagree with, no matter how skeptical you may be, is the results that you get from PhD weight loss. PhD weight loss has helped me lose more than 90 pounds since last Thanksgiving. I feel like a completely different tank Spencer these days because I just never thought there would be a moment where in my adult life where I'd be staring 200 pounds in the face. And here I am. Thanks to the plan at PhD. This this time a year ago, I had gotten over 300 pounds. I was approaching the heaviest I had ever been, and I wanted to make a change. That's when I turned to PhD to eradicate all of the problems that my overweightness had caused. Now, after just nine simple months, I'm down back down to my high school weight. I'm in the 240s. Knees feel great, back feels great, and I'm sleeping like a baby. It's all thanks to the planning program of PhD Weight Loss. PhD's goal is to collapse the visceral fat that is causing you all of the health problems, and they can do it. Again, over 90 pounds down now with PhD. I'm living proof that they can help you change your fortunes in the weight loss arena. Go to myphdweightloss.com. PhD Weight Loss is the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers. And their fans coming up next, bangers from Jeremy. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. 
They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Coffee's the closer's on. Get him the money! Then when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. It's a football Friday, which means we got three sets of bangers, and I feel like we might as well get the favorites out of the way. That's not what you're here for. You're here for the dogs. But I got six favorites in college football that are my favorite favorites of the week. First, Syracuse, 10-point favorite against Virginia, and that is dumb, da-dum-dum, dum 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 Virginia, Virginia's offensive line is one of the worst in all of college football. Syracuse is more talented than you think. Sean Tucker is going to have a day. Ten's not enough. This one's tonight. Syracuse minus the ten. North Carolina's a one-and-a-half point favorite at home against Notre Dame. Let me say that again. Notre Dame is a one-and-a-half point dog to North Carolina with a quarterback who next to me would look like a small child. Carolina will score points early. They will score them often, and Notre Dame will not be able to keep up. Tar Heels minus the one and a half. Minnesota is a three-point favorite at Michigan State. I'm going to be honest. This might be an overreaction on both sides. I may be further down on Michigan State than I should be. I am certainly high on Minnesota. Running game is good. I love Muhammad Ibrahim. That's a name to remember come draft time. Give me the Gophers minus three. Texas is a seven-point favorite at Texas Tech. I'm starting to think Texas Tech must have nefarious pictures of somebody because I cannot for the life of me figure out why people think this team is good. So they beat a Houston team that just lost to Kansas. Give me Texas minus seven. Ohio State's a 19 and a half point favorite against Wisconsin. They may cover that in the first quarter. I don't care if they score 21 points total. That's enough. Buckeyes minus the 19 and a half. And finally, I hate giving out two touchdown favorites, and I rarely do it with great fervor, but I'm going to this time. Utah is a 15.5-point favorite at Arizona State, who just had their head coach fired on the field. They've lost the majority of their talented players. The program's in disarray. Give me Utah minus 15.5. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get a 125% deposit bonus on top of whatever you put in 
up to $2,500. Those are the favorites. You got the dogs coming up in the next hour. That's what you're here for. You don't come to me for, is Ohio State going to cover 19 and a half? Of course they are. You're here for the dogs. And I got all of them. That's right. That's coming your way in the next hour, as well as the Daily Draft. Every Friday, Jeremy and I, in the Daily Draft, pick the biggest games of the weekend, college and pro. That's coming up after the Sports Center update here on ESPN. Asheville live from the Ingalls studio. Ingalls Supermarkets, low prices, love the savings. This is your Exergen Temporal Scanner weather forecast on ESPN Asheville. Pleasant fall weather for us here for this first weekend of fall. Cool for us here tonight. Fair to part of the cloudy skies. Temperatures all the way down into the upper part of the 40s. Mix of clouds and sunshine for us on Saturday. Should be a beautiful afternoon with high temperatures in the mid-70s. Right about where we should be this time of year and another nice one Sunday. Mix of clouds and sun. High Sunday afternoon, upper 70s. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone at the Weather Channel. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And it is a football Friday. We got two banger segments coming up in this hour. You want to stick with us for those. We'll also have the most important message of the day. Of course, don't do crimes. I've got a four-way Moneyline dog parlay. And I, they're all going to win outright. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he sounds that confident, you need to fear. Oh, yeah. None of them are more than a dog. None of them are more than a touchdown dog. But in my opinion, none of them should be a dog in the first place. Okay. All right. All those uh, coming your way in the next hour here in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The sportsocracy always brought to you by Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville. You check them out at 629 Brevard Road. And uh, don't forget to tell them we sent you, and you'll get a $250 bonus on your trade-in when you go to Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is time for the Daily Draft, and as we do every Friday, today's Daily Draft will revolve around the best games of the weekend. If money was no option, travel was no option, say you hit the $300 million Powerball. You would be able to do anything you wanted to. Go to any game you wanted to. Where are you going? Where are you spending your dollars? Where are your eyeballs going to be this weekend? Jeremy Green, you got the first pick. Where are you going? Uh, I do have the first pick, and I didn't think about this for even nary a second. Good for you. Uh, Because there is a place that was uh, very – it got very close in the finalists for my – residency many years ago and it's a football program that's been on hard times but now you're good and you got a rival coming in that you should beat and you should beat pretty comfortably Mm -hmm. first pick i'm going to knoxville baby let's go good for you neyland stadium gators coming in that is the a number one game of the week and it's not even relatively close as far as atmosphere goes as far as bad blood. Oh, my Twitter has been very uh, 
full of pictures of signs that are very prevalent in Knoxville right now. Not a welcome place for a Gator fan, I will say that. It's not a welcome place for anybody. I mean, they do this for each and every. I mean, Kent, not like this. Kent State could be coming in and they will. I mean, I get it. You're going to amp it up when it's an SEC East battle or, God forbid, Alabama's coming to town. Which is that? Is that happening again? Do we have. Are they are they at home? Alabama's at home, yeah. Oh. Alabama's at home, and the only game between Florida and them is a, a a date with LSU that they have two weeks to prepare for. Mm-hmm. This could be a five and zero team with Alabama coming in. Oh, and you want to hear? You want you want to see the 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 Vol Nation get just insufferable? Shoe buddy, Florida and UT. That is the game of the week. Excellent pick. It's the game of the week, and I think it's going to be just a phenomenal on-field product. Mm -hmm. I always take that in. You worry more about the atmosphere. That obviously plays in for me. Of course it does. I care about what the game is going to look like. And these are two teams that stylistically are very different. And this could be one of those just – I'm not going to say a where were you when this game happened. I I don't think either of these teams is that good, but it could be one for the ages in this rivalry. It could indeed Um, because there's also a possibility that this is the shootouty game that we've been wanting to see. I I do feel like the the over is a a pretty easy call. Over under 62-and-a-half. For the Gators and the Vols. All right, that means it's my turn. I get back-to-back picks here. And you went game of the week. I'm going game of the week, too. And it's down at Raymond James Stadium. You got Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. I know things aren't going well right now for Tampa Bay. But I don't feel like things are going all that well for Green Bay, either. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have weapons other than the running game, which is going to be a number one feature for the Packers offense this week. Tampa Bay, I want to say since, uh, I don't know, about six years ago, has been one of the best teams at stopping the run. Now, last week, they gave up some chunk plays, but this has been Todd Bowles' mantra with this team. It's Ben, don't break. Ben, don't break and make great plays, splash plays on the defensive side of the ball. I think you're going to have a lot of that going this weekend. It's going to be one of the tightest games. All eyeballs are going to be on Tampa Bay this weekend to find out who's for real. One of the biggest things I'm curious to see this weekend is who does Aaron Rodgers trust? This is a game that there is no reason for you to lose. Aaron Jones. It's going to have to be a receiver because you can't just have Alan Lazard and – I'll chuck a couple targets these rookies way. If you're going to go into Tampa and beat them, somebody is going to have to distance themselves because you don't have Sammy Watkins. He's mm-hmm. out. So is it Bob Tunyon? Is it Romeo Dubs? Christian Watson? It's not Christian It's not Watson. Christian Watson. I can't tell you who it will be. I think it's Romeo Dubs, but... Mm-hmm. That is a very intriguing game to me. And, and I always fall back on who needs it more. And it's Green Bay, and it's not even kind of close. 
Your schedule is horrid. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tampa Bay will go 10-7 and seven regardless of what they do. Green Bay, this is really the one game for the next month that I think you could lose. And there's just a discrepancy in we have five. All right, so if the schedule goes the way I think, and they beat the Patriots, they beat the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders, Mm -hmm. you're five and two. But your five wins are against those four teams and the Bears. Your two losses are to the Vikings and the Bucks. There are two teams really in contention for a playoff spot, and that's the two teams you lost to. I feel like Aaron Rodgers knows that. And that makes this even more important for them to get this win. Mm-hmm. My next pick, I've always wanted to go since it opened to Jerry World. And I don't really like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so going on a Sunday doesn't really send me. But if you give me a primo matchup in college football, SEC battle, I'm going to be there. Arkansas, Texas A&M. Look, I don't, I, I don't really care how the game's going to go because I think Arkansas will just dominate. I, I honestly don't believe in Texas A and M. I, th- I felt like it was a major surprise last week when they rebounded from the Appalachian State loss and beat Miami. And I get Miami may be a little overrated. Tyler Van Dyke, yeah, and it's not gone well for him. There was a lot of talk about him being a top five quarterback in the next class, and I don't know. I I, I don't see it. I'm seeing a lot of evaluators back off of that now. Uh, you're talking to one of them. I, I'm looking way more down the Jaron Hall path. Uh, there are a slew of other quarterbacks that I'm going, okay, for this to be as good as we teased it, we're going to have to find some value. Right, right. I think it'll be a defensive battle for the most part, but I think Arkansas is going to be able to make some big plays against that Texas a- I mean cuz Texas A&M's got a lot of youth and a lot of experience on the defensive side of the ball and I will uh, I will trust Arkansas to get a jo- get the job done but I think it's going to be a great atmosphere and a fantastic stadium all the way going Texas A&M and Arkansas I'm going to college games back to back and neither one of them is a place that you would usually think Oh, this is a must-see. One of them, maybe it's our buddy Steve Forbes. (laughs) Maybe it's the fact that I think Wake Forest is very good and they're finally getting the flowers that they deserve. Maybe it's I think this might be the unveiling of Clemson. Mm -hmm. I'm going Clemson-Wake Forest. That place is going to be on fire. Yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, I've talked to a lot of people around that program. They all things are going to win. This is not one of those, oh, maybe we get lucky. They actually think they're going to embarrass Clemson. And I'm telling you, that offense is so so bad. And I can't emphasize this enough. You're undervalued. People on the whole, Clemson could come out and win this game by 30. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make me back off what I'm getting ready to say. You're undervaluing the fact that Tony Elliott's gone. All the offensive uh, coaches that you've had over the years that have taken other jobs. Brandon Streeter is very new into play calling. I can't help but think that Dabo is forcing the DJ thing on him. It's not changing the way he calls the offense. One of two things is going to happen. You're either going to figure it out just through attrition, or somebody's going to make you figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I have a just a weird, 
call it a hunch that it's going to be Dave Clawson that makes you go, all right, this has got to be the Will Shipley show, whether it's Club Nick, whether it's Dewey Ungalele, that's how we're going to move the ball. It's not going to be this the way it was with Trevor. Mm -hmm. That's not going to work. And I don't think there's that big of a talent discrepancy between these two teams on offense. Defense, there's a difference. Right. On the road. On the R-O-A-D. And and that's fine, but I have NFL talent on defense going up against Wake Forest. I, 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 love, I, love, I love Sam Hartman. I think it's a you know it's a great story. He's been through so much as the quarterback of Wake Forest. It would be the perfect little cherry on top of his career to be able to be the the offense that unveils Clemson. I just don't think it can happen. There is so much talent on that defensive side of the ball that I think they'll be able to limit Wake Forest enough that they can get the job done. But it's a great pick. Hmm. And then I have audible to the last minute because I don't think you're going to take the one that I was going to take, which has backed me off and sent me back to the NFL. Hmm. It's Bill's Dolphins. It's the premier. It is the premier NFL game of the week. Yours. I know what both of those teams are. They're they're at the end of the day, you're two of the top four teams in the NFC. If Miami can find a way, and this sets up nicely because the Buffalo Bills secondary is beaten up, mm-hmm. that's what you need. You you got two safeties that aren't going to play. We're a deep threat offense. The question is, can your line hold up against Von Miller, Boogie Basham, Gregory Rousseau, and Oliver, who's team. coming back? That's where I, I'm. I feel like Buffalo Miami is going to go one of two ways. It's more competitive than you think. And Monday, I'm going to have to come in here and say, okay, the line's better than I thought. Tua's doing things. And they still lost. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to get boat raced by the Bills and it will confirm everything I've always thought. You know, a game has to be good for me to say, I'm choosing to go to Hard Rock mm-hmm. where I might have a cat fall on me. <laughs> All right, Bills and the Dolphins for Jeremy Green. I'm glad because you you scared me there for a second when you audibled and said you were going to the NFL. Thought that maybe you would take one of the games that I had jotted down already, but but you didn't. It's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice, but I still feel like Buffalo is going to comfortably win that game. I think just the experience alone We'll get it done for the Buffalo Bills. The game, one of the games that I want to see badly this weekend is in Minnesota. The Detroit Lions take on the Minnesota Vikings, and I think it's got all the makings of a shootout. Now, the good thing is we've come up on break time, so I get to think about my next pick here on ESPN. Asheville is the Daily Draft. We'll be right back. 
Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumbing a bag of hammers. And welcome back in to the Ingalls studio here on ESPN Asheville. We're in the midst of the Friday Daily Draft, where Jeremy and I draft the games that we would want to go to if we had our druthers for the week. Obviously, there was one game above all others this week, and it was rightfully taken at the number one slot by Jeremy Green. It is Florida at Tennessee. Good old Rocky Top. He also has gone for uh, Wake Forest hosting the Clemson Tigers and the Miami Dolphins hosting the Buffalo Bills. I went Tampa Bay and Green Bay in Tampa. Texas A&M and Arkansas in Jerry World in Dallas and the Detroit-Minnesota game. You kind of, I felt like you kind of rolled your eyes when I said that. No, I, I just, I don't think that's going to go the way that, that you do. You don't think it's going to be a good back and forth offensive show? I have a funny feeling. It told me a lot when this number came in at six. Vegas has gold fixtures for a reason. Mm-hmm. And when you see a team that looks as bad as Minnesota, and a team that looked as good as Detroit, and that number comes in at six, that means had those two things not happened, it would have been ten. Obviously, I am not somebody that's beholden to the moment. I have a funny feeling the Vikings are going to go in there and pop the Lions, and I fully believe in Detroit. Young team on the road. Mm -hmm. Never trust a young team on the road. It's also a great atmosphere. I mean that 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 is that is high on the list of NFL stadiums to visit because the Vikings fans are just they're phenomenal. I believe because I mean they've been hurt so much and they still have so hurt. much faith. I don't want to hear hurt. 
They're they're just as snake bitten as your New York. Not Jets. even close. Not even kind of oh, close. Stop. How many Super Bowls they got? You got one. You always use that. Oh, you got two Super Bowls for me when I try to say I've had tough years. Minnesota's got how many? Zero. Yeah, yeah and ours was in 1969. Mm-hmm. Ours was when Woodstock one happened. So we're almost running up on the statute of limitations. You even saying we have one. I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree. We're within a presidential se. term of talking about the Browns world championships or the lions we won the third one mm-hmm. all right my next pick i'm going college ranks i'm going kansas state and oklahoma number six team in the country hosting the, uh, a team that they have struggled with and they're not supposed to like oklahoma each and every year, whether you want to say they're overrated or not, I mean, this has been a good team. Winning big, Lincoln-Riley, obviously that doesn't exist anymore. Lincoln-Riley now at USC. And maybe these teams are closer than they were when Lincoln-Riley was in town. But still, you got a number six team team. It's number six team in the country hosting a Chris Kleiman-led bunch that you can never give up on. The last three times they've faced each other, one-score games. And Kansas State has won two of them, including getting one in Norman, Oklahoma. It could very well happen. I mean, if if everything Jeremy says about Oklahoma and Brent Venables just not being a good coach, and this is not going to work, then maybe this is maybe this is another upset spot for your beloved Wildcats that you love to wager on so much. I do. They've made me quite just a, a quite a nice amount of money over the years. Mm-hmm. All right, you scared me there for a minute because I heard Kansas and I went, uh-oh, I waited too long. I didn't dupe Kansas. Two basketball schools that have rabid fan bases. For football? I was getting there. Okay. They don't get many opportunities to do this in football. It's not going to be like Cameron. It's not going to be like it would be at Lawrence Fieldhouse. Right. Or Allen Fieldhouse. Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence. In Kansas. Lawrence. Yeah. It's not going to be like that. But I could see this being electric. Mm-hmm. And it's sold out. Mm-hmm. Kansas couldn't possibly have sold out a football game since Charlie Weiss was there. No doubt. That or 11, Mark Mangino. That, what, 11-2 and two year? that they had under I'm just glad that Kansas finally found a coach that has led them to at least some form of uh, notoriety that wasn't morbidly obese between Mark Mangino and Charlie Weiss I think they averaged about 470 hot Mark Mangino they were also both jerks if you don't know what I'm talking about google it Mm -hmm. Lance Leipold not uh, he told the story on the Greg McElroy show of wanting to throw him in the ocean that is one of the funniest things you will hear he had apparently said something about Division Three football, which is where Leipold came from, won several national championships. Just made me like him even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other selection, and this is a place that I, I don't know it intimately, but I can tell you there are stories. Oregon, Washington State. That place is going to be insanity. Washington State, is that a, is the, is that a madhouse come football season? No but they have their moments Mm -hmm. 
that's a place that knows how to party. I'll put it that way. And I just feel with everything that's happened, and I believe in the direction of the program, I actually think they're pretty good. I don't buy Oregon. I've said this about Bo Nix, and I could see a path that this is this is one of those where you see the students storm the field and you go, oh, yeah, this is what it used to be like. This is what it used to be like where you could throw 5,000 security guards on this field. You were not keeping them off of it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, last pick for me, and I've, I, I, I've got a conundrum here because there are still two games on my list. And I think I'm going to have to go with the NFL game here, but it's close. It's the Jaguars and the Los Angeles Chargers. Like I, I took the Chargers in the beat the Chief. I think they will win. I think they will. there's a great chance that they cover the spread. But Jacksonville is the team that's, that's they're on the come. De, I mean, Doug Peterson, it, just, it's, it looks like it's going to work. I know it's early, but Trevor Lawrence looked really good last week. And the fact that J.C. Jackson is uh, still banged up, I think there's a chance that Trevor can make some noise. All the Chargers do is play close games. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. And I, I firmly believe this one will be close as well. And this might be the first actual Los Angeles Chargers home game in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. That because Jacksonville, be- I can't see that they've got a fan base out that there. That or there'll be eight people there. <laughs> they'll be handing out tickets in the parking lot like hey you want to see a football game maybe so maybe so i'm going jacksonville jaguars and the los angeles chargers for my final one it was close though because i really wanted to say keenan stadium with that was north my Car- extra one. yeah north carolina taking on notre dame it's just a chance to get on national television and show that North Carolina has a football program that needs to be feared. And anytime you can be at home and smoke Notre Dame, that's always a positive. Yes, it is. Uh, speaking of smoking, you got some smoking picks for us, Jeremy Green. It's time to put five on it. Four-way money line dog special. Ooh. The first one, the Baylor Bears are plus 115 at Iowa State. It's an overreaction. People are losing their minds that Iowa State beat Iowa. I hate to break this to you. That team's not good, and they cannot score to save their lives. It doesn't mean that much. Baylor's still the markedly better team, and the fact that I'm only at plus 115, layup. Baylor. Next, Washington State's plus 210 in Pullman against Oregon. Never trust Bo Nix on the road. It is one of those patented things you never do it he will always let you down Cougs plus 210 Arizona is plus 140 at Cal if you watch more than nine seconds of this game you may need to have your head examined (laughs) but the reason this number moves so much is because of how Cal played Notre Dame Vegas and their ideals die hard and the fact that Notre Dame's not good is not dying easily they pumped up cal they brought down arizona to me talent wise they're not even in the ballpark wildcats plus 140 finally arkansas plus 110 in the money line at gerald world against the fighting jimbo fishers in terms of just pure offensive talent this is not close what i saw from texas a&m they can't threaten you over the top 
Arkansas has at times struggled to stop the run. I'm not struggling to stop the run when I'm not afraid of anybody beating me deep. Hog pig suey plus 110. If you take that to betus.com, four-way parlay, put five on it, like the segment says, you will win $162.96. Take that wager to betus.com, promo code SPORTSOCRACY. When you create your account and put your dollars in, they will give you a 125% deposit bonus so that means they will give you all of your deposit plus another 25 percent in free play money which you can use to bet alongside me all year long college nfl later in the nba which uh, some people still do some people still wager the major league baseball you can do it all at betus.com. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, and uh, we got another banger segment coming up at the end of the program. But coming up next, coming up next, it's the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes! So the Ingalls two-day sale is this Friday and Saturday. Huge savings throughout the store. And when all the products on the shelves heard we were having auditions to be in the sale, Everybody wanted in. Come see for yourself. The Ingalls two-day sale this Friday and Saturday. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WBNC. Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a southern hospitality touch. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in a premier off-road center for jeeps trucks and suvs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be check out their location right here in western north carolina at 85 avery creek road call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at the All right, we are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. It is that time of day where we give you the most important message. Don't do crimes. Look, this is a show where we always we always like to say, uh, all sports, no politics. And there's a very important reason for that because people cannot be logical when it comes to politics and disagreements and you believe what I believe or else. And secret time, uh, I make fun of all of you. Uh, yes. I don't care what's I drink. 100%. And this all came to roost last weekend in a North Dakota town called McHenry, where early on Sunday morning after a street dance, not really sure what a street dance is. I'm going to imagine like a little festival, but why Why when I see North Dakota do I think like old-timey hoedown? Anyway, there was an altercation, an argument between 
two gentlemen at the street dance. A 41-year-old man named Shannon Brandt and an 18-year-old named Kaylor Ellingson. They got into it. About politics, to which this escalated into around 3 a.m. in the morning. That's a hell of a street dance, by the way, to go that long. Uh, about 3 a.m. in the morning, Shannon Brandt hit Kaylor Ellingson with his car in an alley. And the cops came and, well, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, who wants to know what Shannon Brandt had been doing all night long? Drinking. Drinking. Yeah, absolutely. Drinking. Now, the story so far is that um, Shannon Brandt says he felt like his life was in danger that Kaler was trying to threaten him or was telling other people to threaten him after this argument about politics. Um, funny thing is, his uh, Kaler's parents say he uh, he doesn't do politics. Maybe that's just one of the things that you say uh, if you're obviously a little grief-stricken because Kaler, unfortunately, did not make it. This guy is now facing charges. He left the scene of the accident, then came back, called 911, and then left the scene again. They had to track him down at his house. He is now arrested. He is obviously charged with uh, vehicular manslaughter. But this is one of the reasons why you don't do politics, especially with strangers in public places who have been drinking. Don't do crimes. John and Marie Matthews, 42 years old, of San Rafael, California, apparently doesn't watch our show because she didn't just do a crime. She did a, a slew of crimes. Started with identity theft. She apparently stole someone's identity, and she was brazen enough to go to an Infinity dealership and buy a 2022 Infinity QX80. That's a $99,000 car. Mm-hmm. She had checks all kinds of information that was enough for her to purchase this vehicle with a stolen identity well then the car was stolen that's a problem yep she reported it stolen under the fictitious name that she had committed identity fraud on. okay all they right. brought the car back to her they found it in san francisco they brought the car back to her all right you missed that one everybody makes a boo-boo every once in a while right well then she wrecked it Ran it into a telephone pole. And at this point, they came to the scene to deal with the wreck. And not only did she wreck a stolen car, she had all of the documents from seven other identity fraud cases in the car. She's the one that called the cops. She wrecked the car, called the cops, said, hey, I need you to uh, come surveil this accident. I guess because she got away with it once, Mm -hmm. she thought she was infallible. Well, she has now been booked into the Marin County Jail on suspicion of fraud-related felonies. And to top it off, she was... Drunk. Drunk. Don't do a billion crimes. That's like 40 crimes in one story. 100%. You got identity theft, drinking and driving, false reports. That's just a slew of crimes. So many crimes. And Uh, you know how many you should do? None of them. None of them. That's right. Uh, We have a lot of news about games coming up this weekend.
Breaking news? Uh, it's. I mean, not not really. Who cares? It's Friday. I'm hitting the button. Who's gonna break the news? Ha! Who's gonna break the news? I had to get the Who's dance gonna in. Break the news? Who's gonna break the news? You want to see the dance? You can go to YouTube. I, I, Check I, us out on thesportocracy.com. I have 20 more minutes. <laughs> Keep telling myself that. Hunter Renfro and Denzel Perriman out, out against the Tennessee Titans. And the Buffalo Bills are apparently going to have about seven players on defense. Yikes. They are down Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, Micah Hyde, Dane Jackson. Jordan Poyer is not officially out. However, earlier he in the program. He has missed practice time. Uh, however, earlier in the program, actual police chief David Zach. He did, he, did, he did tell us Ed Oliver was going to play according to his sources, but apparently that was wrong. So maybe he's wrong about Micah Hyde as well. I, I will say that is asking a lot of Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford to deal with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, potentially without your two Pro Bowl safeties. Mm-hmm. And how much does that change my pick on this game? Less than zero absolutely less than zero buffalo will find a way to win the game you're saying there's this false narrative that miami is good defensively i don't know where it comes from so you held the patriots to seven points you could have gone home and they probably wouldn't have scored more than twice more than that and we'll look at the defense at the end of the last year you mean when you beat no one if you take the Baltimore Ravens out of the equation, they haven't beaten a team over 500 in two years. Mm-hmm. It, 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 this is not a good defense. I don't know why that's so hard for people to understand. You watch it on tape, it becomes abundantly clear. Right. And I just envision Josh. All right, so that makes here's what it does change. It makes me think this game shoots out. I now think this becomes the probably the high-scoring game of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday morning when we do our fantasy game time decision show with our buddy the Canadian David Smith probably gonna hear a lot of Buffalo Bills probably gonna hear several Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. that's probably the shootout of the week after the offensive explosion in the fourth quarter by the Miami Dolphins last week against the Baltimore Ravens a, a defense that we really believed in but it obviously has problems could the same scenario be cooking now for the Buffalo Bills? We believe in the defense, but you're going to be down a lot of personnel. Oh, yeah. I mean, the defense is going to be hamstrung beyond a shadow of a doubt. And, and I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is kind of a sludgy weekend. There'll be a lot of games that are fun to watch, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be high scoring. Well, is there anything that we're going to learn this weekend? from this game or on no the i'm just saying on the whole about any of the teams on the schedule for week three any of the matchups is there anything really that we're gonna learn about a team uh i feel like there are there are a few of those cincinnati Bengals. if you are who you were last year you will go into new york and you will handle your business and yes. it will not be it will not be overly difficult i fully believe it will be I fully believe this is going to be much more of a game than people think. Mm -hmm. Well, they have struggled so far to keep defenses off of Joe Burrow's back. And Joe, like, they have to figure something out. They got to figure – they got to get Joe Burrow into that that Tom Brady mindset. 
of his offensive line has been awful. And so what has he done? Well, and there's and a narrative time. out there, if you listen to PFF, that it's more play call than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. I can t- All I can tell you is what I personally saw. I see a guy in Joe Burrow that's holding the ball too long, appears to be going through that gunslinger thing. I, I can't remember who it was that I heard compare Joe Burrow to Brett Favre. It's the most apt comparison mm-hmm. you'll ever hear because mm-hmm. it's exactly what he is. Well, you have he to, cannot take the layup. Right, and you have to learn how to be – uh horizontal not vertical because all he wants to do is stretch the field and look for that big 70 yard bomb but while he's waiting for everything to 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 pan out in the secondary wait for t higgins or jamar chase to bust open guess what your offensive line that's already in shambles has not gelled together to be able to protect you they are going to allow the defense to get on your back and this is not a defense that you want to do that against no dj reed is a very good corner and he's going to shadow jamar chase Mm -hmm. t higgins is the one that i think has a shot against sauce gardner he did not have a great week last week against amari cooper vegas raiders tennessee titans are you going to learn anything from it if the raiders go in there and beat them in nashville I will panic drastically less than I have. Mm-hmm. I feel like whoever loses that game, you, end of season, repeat the line mm-hmm. before you even get out of September. Yes. I, I just don't see a path with either one of them with the way the schedule lines up, Tennessee being a division winner, the Raiders being in the AFC West. I don't see how you're going to start 0-3 and make the playoffs. And with what I've seen from Tennessee, that should be far out of your lexicon right now. You mm-hmm. need to win a game. Find something with the offense. Reinvigorate Ryan Tannehill. But, I mean, walking away from it, I'm not really. Indianapolis, if they can stay close to Kansas City, I feel like that at least shows some form of life. Because this sets up as you get beat 44-14. to 14. Right. And if you don't, then okay, there's there's life in a very mediocre to bad division. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you if what you say is true, does come to pan out, and the Washington Commanders are able to put the fear of God in the Philadelphia Eagles at home, I I may start to think about the Commanders a little bit differently. As we talked about in the Beat the Chief segment, uh, in, in the Beat the Chief hour earlier in the program uh i don't i don't believe in the washington commanders but carson wentz has had a very good start to the season Mm -hmm. the question is can the can the defense figure anything out mm -hmm. and if they can hang with them and they can figure out a way to limit jalen hurts and the other weapons that philadelphia has then maybe i'll start to come around on washington and not think that they're you know bad because honestly, that's what I believe they are. My biggest takeaway of the weekend will probably be Jaguars Chargers. Mm-hmm. If Jacksonville goes out there and plays competitive with them, East Coast team going west, I will. I honestly would probably, even if they lose, I would probably walk out of that and go, the Jaguars are the favorite to win this division. Mm-hmm. And if the Chargers just dispatch of the Jaguars, that, because that's how this should go. Yes. Even with Herbert Hurt, the way this lines up, you should be able to physically impose your will if you're the offense that you keep telling me you are. Mm-hmm. One of those two things is going to happen, and I will come away impressed with one of those two teams. Yep.
It was already impressive to me that you absolutely shut out Indianapolis last week. But maybe Indianapolis is just that bad. They're not good. They're not good. Biggest disappointment. And I don't know how you fix it. Yes, yeah, the biggest disappointment of the of the NFL season so far. Indianapolis is the team that has the most problems that I've seen that I don't know how you fix them. Tennessee, yeah, you have a lack of weapons. I I get that. It's reps. I still believe in Robert Woods. I think Traylon Burks is a good player. You've got to use Austin Hooper. That is one of the better targets that you have. That's a fixable problem. Defensively, you got embarrassed by the Buffalo Bills. A lot of people are going to get embarrassed by the Bills. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. It is a football Friday, and it would not be a perfect ending to the week without the bangers. Coming up next with Jeremy Green. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Coffee's the closers on me. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. It's my five favorite time of the week! I got seven more picks left for you. I've already given you a slew. I never give favorites in this segment, which means I've got to be all over this. USC is a five and a half point favorite at Oregon State. I don't know if the person that set this line was actively intoxicated or if they went to Oregon State. But if you could sit down and explain to me how you think the Beavers are going to keep up with this offense, I'd love to hear it. Give me USC minus five and a half. But that's not what you're here for. Underdog. 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 Speed of lightning. We're over a thunder. The Duke Blue Devils are a seven-point dog at Kansas. Am I the only one that understands Kansas is not actually good? You understand that, right? They're still not talented. They have a bunch of running backs. They have a good quarterback. All Duke has to do, lay back, 
Let it come to you. Make Jalen Daniels beat you with his arm. I don't think he can do it. I'm taking the Blue Devils plus seven. But there are a few teams that, well, there's a song that represents them greatly. Summer has come and passed. There's some teams that just can't wait for September to end, but I think it's going to end early for them. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are a 20 and a half point dog in Central Florida. That's an ACC team. That's a three touchdown dog to Gus Malzahn. When you say it like that, it sounds stupid. Give me the rambling wreck plus 20 and a half. Rutgers is a seven and a half point dog at home against Iowa. Don't look now. Greg Schiano's doing things in Rutgers and Iowa cannot score. They could go home. They couldn't score three touchdowns on themselves. Rutgers plus seven and a half. <laughs> Kansas State's a 12 and a half point dog against Oklahoma. I've given you this pick three years in a row. And guess what? I'm three for three. Challenging it. Let's go four for four. Wildcats plus 12 and a half. Rocky Top is a 10 and a half point favorite against Florida. Too many points. Florida's going to lose because Anthony Richardson's going to let you down in crunch time. That's just what he does. But this Florida team is still talented. They're buying into Billy Napier. This is going to be a shootout, but I can't believe I'm saying this. Give me the Gators plus 10 and a half. And finally, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons are a seven-point dog at home. I have crushed Super Dogs this season. Two winners and one missed field goal from being 3 and 0 with the fighting Mike Houston's. I'm going 3 for 1, 3 and 1 with this one. Clemson has they have they just got something wrong. The offense is hard to explain. They're beholden to DJ Uyunglele, and I'm telling you that defense for as good as it is, it's going to struggle with the claw PO. Give me the Demon Deacons to win outright. All your bangers, take them to uh, to, uh, bedus.com, use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY, and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. It's going to be another great weekend of college football, and yes, it will be the final weekend in September. September's actually ending. We're we're into October. It's almost Halloween time. It'll be October 1st, next weekend. Time flies when you're having fun. Man, it does. It does. We're glad that you spend your time with us here each and every afternoon during the week on ESPN Asheville, the Sportsocracy. Don't forget to check us out at thesportsocracy.com. Click on the live video link. Subscribe to the channel. Get that alert when we go live at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. We'll get you all set for the fantasy day. Subscribe to the channel so you can put your uh, your questions in the chat, we will get to all of them in the two-hour span. It's a two-hour heavily caffeinated, uh, and frankly, I'm going to be honest with you, I have a birthday party to attend on Saturday night. So it might be Jeremy comes in here with his sunglasses just throwing haters at you. All right, I'm sprinting down the hallway. Coming up next on ESPN Asheville, it is Sports Tank Friday as we get you ready for high school football.